Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now part two of my special interview with Riley Gaines, 12-time All-American swimmer whose glory was basically stolen by Leah Thomas. Here's part two. Truthfully, I was waiting for someone else to speak up. I was waiting for a coach. I was waiting for someone within the NCAA, some of the parents, some other swimmer, someone who was supposed to be protecting us. I was waiting for them to say something. But then it really hit me that why would these people say something um, if we aren't willing to stick up for ourselves? If we as female athletes aren't willing to stick up for ourselves, how can we expect someone else to? And so that's when I really took it upon myself to make my stance public and so many other stance. And we can get into that in a minute about the silencing and the suppression of speech. No, but. I definitely I definitely want to do that. But the fact that you took the stand, let, let me throw something out at you that I've said on my show several times, and I want you to tell me how stupid I am if I am. And, and okay. I mean that. If you think it's a dumb idea, tell me. And by the way, it's Riley Gaines, a former swimmer, 12-time All-American. She's She was an incredible swimmer, should have won uh, many trophies at this meet, but Leah Thomas was there, a dude, and ended up winning some of these things and tying as well. But I said when all this controversy started, Riley, I said every single one of these women should have refused to go in the pool, every last one of them. And had they refused to go in the pool, and only Leah Thomas would go in the pool, the NCAA would have been forced. The leverage would have been so hefty on them, they would have been forced to do something. Is that dumb, or do you think that's something that you should have considered? No, No, I think that's a fantastic and and the most impactful way to make a statement and make changes. Um, I will say from my own experience, um, I, I... thought of that, of course. And I, I actually asked one of the NCAA officials, Hey, what happens if when they blow the whistle, you're supposed to stand on the, stand on the block. I said, what happens if I don't get on the block? And he said, well, this is why we have alternates and it will be next person up. He said, someone would gladly take your place to be competing for a national title. And so you don't want to lose out on that opportunity right. just so someone else can compete. Um, of course, there have to be sacrifices made, and it's it's unfortunate, but we need a way to band these athletes together so they're all willing to do this. Well, what are other women saying? When you're in the locker room, when you're out to eat, when you guys are hanging out at practice, whatever, was there any sort of loud murmuring that, hey, maybe we shouldn't get in the pool, and maybe even the, even the alternate shouldn't get in the pool? Everybody should say no until men are, are, are excluded. Absolutely. I can tell you... When I'm speaking my stance, I'm speaking for 99% of the female swimmers at that meet. I can attest to the extreme discomfort that I felt and everyone felt in the locker room. I can attest to the tears that I saw from these poor 9th and 17th place finishers who missed out on being named an All-American by one place. Mm. Um, I can attest to the extreme grumbling Um, And just the murmurs of frustration and anger on the pool deck, not just from the swimmers, but from the coaches, um, from these administrators who are putting their swimmers in this position. 
we all felt the same way. It's just that people are terrified to put their voice and their face behind this issue. Have you ever had a conversation with, with Leah Thomas about any of this? We talked very briefly at NCAAs, um, nothing of substance. When actually we were behind the podium and the NCAA official was handing out these awards, Leah was standing right next to me um, when I was throwing a fit about the trophy. Um, and to be honest, it was a lot more hostile than how I explained it. Okay. Um, of course, your heart rate is really high, and I was frustrated. And so I'm looking at this official, and I say, you're going to give the trophy to a man over a biological woman in the woman's 200 freestyle. Leah's sitting there hearing all of this and never once offers the trophy um, and that, again, that would that would have been the right thing to do. But keep in mind, this is a person who I believe, not putting words in your mouth, only became a woman to beat you guys because he wasn't going to beat a, uh, the, he wasn't going to beat the men. He wanted the glory right. that he couldn't get there. So why right. give it up? I mean, at that point, he got what he wanted. Right. And and if you're looking at this subjectively, maybe Leah Thomas. Um, I mean, I, I genuinely think Leah Thomas has some sort of mental dysphoria, of course, going on. Yes. Um, but this opens a door for so many people. What man wouldn't want to win a national title and wouldn't want to be in a locker room undressing in front of tons of naked women and seeing naked women? I'm sure that sounds like a ton of guys dream. And so let's say Leah Thomas didn't transition to do this. It's opening a door for creeps yes. and perverts who are willing to do this. And we know that that's happened, Riley, because in Loudoun County, uh, Virginia, we right. know there was a there was a boy who said that he transitioned to be a girl, raped two girls. I mean, her right. parents were, or her dad was dragged out of a school board meeting because he was saying that this happened and the superintendent said it didn't happen. We now know through court records, it did happen. So there are people who are doing that. They're looking for access to people they, they otherwise wouldn't get access to. How do you know the difference between somebody with, with gender dysphoria and somebody who's a sexual predator? How do you know? You don't. And <laughs> it's wild because the only qualification for a lot of these um, sports-specific organizations, the only qualification to compete as a woman is to say, I identify as a woman. But to go off your point, look at what's happening in prisons. You have these men who are convicted of terrible crimes like kidnapping and rape and all these things. Right. And they're now identifying as women because they realize it's lesser charges. Of course, they're in a woman's prison. Um, they're seeing this and they're taking advantage of this. And this, there's proof. In California, just a couple days ago, maybe last week, there's been over 200 applicants of males to get in a women's prison because they've seen these breaking stories of men being in women's prisons. And right. so people are clearly willing to take advantage of the system. Uh, Riley, it was, it was not even six months ago, there was a guy who said he was a woman in a women's prison, got two of his, uh, his, his cellmates pregnant. So the whole idea that it's not happening for reasons that you say is... Is just not true. It is happening for those reasons. Yeah. It would be like Shaq, who's now fifty, saying, "You know, I'd like a few more championships. Let me. I'm a woman now. I'm gonna go play in the WNBA. How would that go?" And could you? I mean, just picture it. Just picture that. And I, I think that's when changes will be made. Yeah, but it would when look. Like, it would look like the picture of you standing next to Leah Thomas. <laughs> you, you, you look like you're a foot shorter. It doesn't make any sense. And I am a foot shorter. <laughs> um, but I think that's when changes will be made. When this starts to infiltrate into sports like basketball, I mean, no sport is no woman's sport is necessarily a revenue sport, unfortunately, right. but uh, swimming, track and field, tennis, 
these sports aren't garnering that media attention. But once this gets into women's basketball, where people, of course, know more about the rules of basketball, they know about the sport, they know the obvious, obvious differences between the NBA and the WNBA, that's when people will see the, this ridiculousness for what it really, really is. It's Riley Gaines, a former swimmer, great swimmer, incredible, one of the best in the country that we've ever put out. And also she is the spokeswoman for the Independent Women's Forum. Make sure you look into that as well. Um, it's interesting. I've interviewed Caitlyn Jenner a couple of times. Um, I grew I was nine when Bruce Jenner won the decathlon. Bruce Jenner was the best athlete on the planet. Every boy wanted to be Bruce Jenner. Every girl wanted to be with Bruce Jenner, period. That was it. And, and I told Caitlyn Jenner that I said, look, you've got to understand my perspective. I'm a little younger than you, and I saw you as the alpha male. Now you want right. me to take you as a female. And we had the, the greatest conversation. Riley, it was a great conversation. Now, um, Caitlyn has what you said. There are some mental issues that doesn't allow Bruce Jenner to identify with biologically with what he got. And, and, and I get that, and I like, I like Caitlyn Jenner as a human being. But the fact that he, she has, has come on your side has said Leah right. Thomas should not be competing against Riley Gaines, has said that men shouldn't be running track against women. Because right. I, I asked Caitlyn Jenner during the interview, had you competed in the heptathlon, how would you have done? And he just started laughing. He said, oh, I would have killed every woman. Of course, okay. I beat all the men. So at the end of the day, you've got the loudest spokesperson, a transgender person who is on your side, who's now been largely canceled and put aside as well. So how do you come out of this with common sense, really taking root when Caitlyn Jenner, who won woman of the year or something on ESPN at some point, 10 years ago, when that person is ignored, how are you going to get anywhere? That's the question. Um, how are, what, what do you think should happen? What I think should happen. Um, of course, what you mentioned about people boycotting, I mean, look at historical events, what happens when people boycott in terms of segregation, in terms of, um, the LGB, Let's leave out the QT for now. Yes. LGB rights. Look at what happened when these people boycott. Changes are made. Um, and so that needs to happen. Um, and, of course, that has to be done by female athletes who are in this position. Um, but legislatively, we need all 50 states to pass some sort of fairness in women's sports bill. About 18 or so states have already fully passed it, and several states are in the process of doing so, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, at the federal level, we have the Biden administration who is actively trying to rewrite Title IX to where gender identity now equates to sex. Well, and that, so, that takes away the meaning of Title IX, by the way. It was only to make things fair for people like you. Absolutely. And this would translate actually far beyond sports. This would mean that any man could live in a dorm room with a woman and the woman could do absolutely nothing about it. Men could get women's educational scholarships, of course, their athletic scholarships. Um, this would mean that it would be sexual harassment if I misgendered Leah Thomas. So let's say I call Leah Thomas he, which I do. Um, I do too, yeah. If I were still playing a sport, that would be sexual harassment. Um, not Leah Thomas undressing and exposing himself in the locker room. That's not sexual harassment. But me misgendering Leah Thomas, that is grounds for sexual harassment. And so... <laughs> That's the lunacy of rewriting Title IX. Um, I, I, wanna, I, I, wanna, I don't want to be uh, uber graphic about this, but I want to go back to the locker room scene for a second, if you don't mind painting the picture yeah. for, my, for my audience. A lot, most of my audience is on the radio, so they don't see us. They'll see this afterwards uh, when I post it. But when that happens, does Leah Thomas at least turn sideways? Is he a little bit, um, at least um, he's got a little bit of 
of shyness? I'm sorry, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Or is he just, boom, here I am? Yeah, I don't think Leah was necessarily like overtly swinging around or anything like that. Thank you for using the word swinging, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to give everyone a better visual. You did a good job. Yeah. That we got. There you go. Um, but it wasn't necessarily an overt exposure or overtly trying to expose yourself, but it has been now leaked that Leah Thomas is an autogynephiliac, which means that Leah Thomas is sexually aroused by dressing as a woman. Wow. So the NCAA perpetrated us being involved in this person's kinks and this person's fetishes. Um, so who's to say truly wow. if Leah Thomas is a crossdresser, if Leah Thomas is involved in this AGP community, which has proven true from Leah Thomas's um, social media posts. Yes. No, I, I've seen some of those. I don't want to get too, too graphic about those either, but Leah Thomas and her girlfriend, who is also a guy, uh, they ended up, you know, having parts removed and everything else. They carried them around with them or have them on the shelf. The whole thing is disgusting. And you should not be facing that. This little girl who, from four years old, tried to be one of the best swimmers uh, on the planet, which you ended up being. So you never should have faced that. So so in closing, I'm going to make two parts out of this, and I appreciate you giving me so much time. In closing, what should the NCAA do right now? Because I've heard you say, and I don't disagree with you, that Leah Thomas and other trans people should have an opportunity in sports, just not right. against you. Right. Absolutely. I think first and foremost, the NCAA needs to take accountability. Okay. That is something they have lacked throughout this whole process. And to give a little backstory, Mark Emmer is the president of the NCAA now. Of course, he is the one who ultimately allowed Leah Thomas to compete against the women. And he actually released a statement after our NCAAs and said that he unequivocally stood in his decision because it's based in evolving science. Um, so he doubled down. No, on but it's team. not. No, but he's wrong. There is no evolving science saying, right. saying that uh, that a male should compete against a female. What's he talking about? Right. Right. But I will say I talked to Mark Emmert um, a couple weeks ago at our NCAA convention where they announced their NCAA Woman of the Year, which I was nominated for. Of course, so was Leah Thomas. Um, but I was there on the ground in San Antonio. And so Mark em Emmert actually said, hey. I agree with you. I support you. Keep doing what you're doing. What? And so that right there. Hey, here's, here's the person that could have stopped Leah Thomas from competing against you. He's the one who doubled down in his stance. Wow. Competing against us. And so this shows the lack of leadership. And this isn't unique to the NCAA. This is going on in all large woke organizations. I had a, we actually, Icons, which is a, um, women's sports group they actually got a booth inside the convention to where they were able to talk to athletic directors and presidents and chancellors of these large universities and every single athletic director they talked to said hey i agree with you keep doing what y'all are doing and i can't tell you how nice it is to hear but also just how frustrating it is to hear this um Riley, they're, they're, they're the decision makers these are the ones that can stop it <laughs> exactly and they're doing the exact opposite, even though it goes against their moral wow. compass and what's what they know is right and fair. So you do it. We'll, we'll cheer you on from afar. And then when it comes down to decision time, we'll keep on doing what we're doing. So uh, I, I got I to go because you give me so much time. But I've got to ask you one last question. Should the NCAA make a transgender category? I don't know if it's the most feasible option in terms of finances and in terms of people, of course, watching yeah. these events, but it's a way to ensure everyone athletic opportunity 
everyone chances for athletic success and of course a way to keep the playing field even. I think that's yeah. a very, um, I mean, I, I think that's a, a great option that should appease every single person. The fact that there aren't any women that I know of that are transitioning to being men competing against uh, NCAA men's athletes, <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to know. Right. No, I know. Riley Gaines, uh, a swimmer, incredible swimmer. Do you still have the abs? You said you you worked abs four hours a day or something? Yes. I unfortunately (laughs) am still incredibly muscular. I thought that would go away once I'm done swimming, but... You worked your ass off. You should be muscular. Don't be mad at that. Be happy about it. People would love to look like that. (laughs) I sure did. Well, I appreciate it so much, Joe, and thank you for giving me the time and just the opportunity to continue shedding light and common sense on this topic. Just promise me you'll come back. Of course, of course. Riley, we appreciate you. Riley Gaines, she's spokeswoman for the Independent Women's Forum, one of the best swimmers we've ever produced here in America, and we're back right after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Just amazing to talk to Riley Gaines. Here's somebody who's worked since she was four years old to be a champion swimmer. Just to have it taken away from her at the end by a guy who's like a foot taller than she is. Imagine that. It just doesn't make any sense. And here's somebody who is not afraid to put her, her face, her voice, her entire presence in front of this. She's not hiding somewhere. She's not an anonymous account on Twitter. She's somebody who's literally saying it. And by the way, because she says stuff like this, her original Twitter account was taken down, if you can believe that. Uh, let me tell you about Eden Pure. Eden Pure does a great job with their thunderstorm air purifier. The air purifier uses proven oxy technology. It quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and a whole lot more. Over 265,000 units have been sold. You know that it works. I know that it works. Uh, we've got a study right in my house. We've got several of these, and you can always tell where the thunderstorm is because there's that fresh and clean scent that you would get after an actual thunderstorm goes through your home. You're going to want these if you've got an odor that you can't that you can't track down. It could be trash cans, litter boxes, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers. They're no match for the uh, the oxy that the oxy technology used by the thunderstorm. They send out what they these units do. They send out O3 molecules, uh, molecules. They seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money. Start enjoying your home again and get several thunderstorms. Save money right now. You're gonna get a three pack for two hundred bucks. You're saving two hundred dollars. Put one anywhere you need it. Go right now to EdenPureDeals.com. Code is PAGS. P A G S. EdenPureDeals.com, code PAGS, save $200. You also get free shipping with that discount code. All right, quick break here. We're back after this. Stay right with us. We've got much more to come next hour. Ted Poe will be on to talk about Ukraine, about East Palestine, and much more on The Joe Pags Show. Stay here. This is The Joe Pags Show.